everyone, this is Larry from WSTrades.com. This podcast is about trading stocks and stock options. Any information in these podcasts should not be construed as advice. It's for educational and entertainment purposes only. We are not financial advisors. Hi everyone, this is James with WS Trades. I wanted to talk about some options contract. Uh, basic principles. I wanted to talk about calls and puts. Um, so let's say you have a stock trading here. Here's kind of the price bouncing up and down. Right now it's trading at $100 a share. Let's just say this is Apple. Um, let's talk about call options. So you're going to have call options all above and below and probably at this $100 mark. Um, so let's say you have something up above the money. Let's just say you have a call option. Let's just say it expires February 19th. So you can go out and buy this option or sell this call option here. The 110 is the strike price and it's a call and there's an expiration date. So all the option contracts are gonna have strike price, you know, the type, whether it's a call or a put, and then an expiration date. So essentially what this says is if I go out and buy this 110 call option and the price of Apple goes above the 110 before expiration, which is on February 19th, then um, this contract will have value because I'm agreeing to buy Apple from the seller at 110. But let's say Apple is up to 120. You can kind of see the value um, in that contract because you're able to buy it at a cheaper price than it's actually trading at. Um, so, you know, if February 19th rolls around, Apple's trading at 120, this options contract is in the money. It's got intrinsic value and I can let that expire as the buyer or the seller in this case, um, buyer and the contract expires. Um, you know, it's in the money. It has intrinsic value. I'm able to call shares away from the seller of the contract. So I get to call away at 110 per share. And then when I get the, sh- you know, the shares of Apple, they're actually worth 120. So you can kind of see as a buyer how that made, how this made me money. Um, you know, if I'm the seller and, you know, I would be at a loss at that point because I'm selling 100 shares of Apple to the buyer at 110, but you know, they're actually worth 120 per share. And that's how the options contracts work as well. They're, you know, controlling 100 shares of the underlying stock. So let's talk about a put option. If you had a put down below where the stock is trading, kind of a similar concept. If I were out to go and buy this 90 put and Apple were to trade below 90, uh, you know, before expiration or at expiration, um, you know, this contract's going to have value. So as the buyer of the contract, then uh, at expiration, if let's say Apple was down trading at $80 a share, you know, I'd be able to put my shares to the seller for 90, essentially sell it for 90, even though it's only really worth 80 per share. So you can kind of see how the um, options contract is, uh, you know, has a value at expiration and how the buyer capitalizes on that. So if you're the seller and you sold, you know, this call option and this put option to a buyer 
you know, you would want Apple to stay in between 110 and in between 90 because if the price of the stock does not breach these strikes of 110 and 90, these contracts actually expire worthless. And, you know, you think about it, if, you know, the buyer of the contract says, I can call shares away at 110, but let's say Apple only makes it up to 109, you know, there's no value in that contract. So you can see why that would expire worthless and not be worth anything. There's going to be no transfer of stock. Um, the buyer will not have the right to call shares away at that point. And the same thing for the put. If Apple only made it down to $91 at expiration, you can see that, you know, the buyer, you know, makes no sense for the buyer to go out and put 100 shares of Apple to the seller at 91 when it's actually only worth 90. That's at no value to the buyer of the contract. So you kind of see, you know, how calls and puts work and, you know, where the price needs to go uh, before or at expiration uh, for it to be profitable for the seller or the buyer of the options contract. So uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, uh, please leave them in the comments section. And thanks for watching this video. Hello everyone, this is uh, James with WS Trades. Um, just want to say that this video is for educational purposes only. Uh, we here at WS Trades are not financial advisors. Wanted to talk about um, in the money versus out of the money when it comes to stock options contracts. Um, you know, just so you have an idea of how that would affect you if you were the buyer or you were long an options contract, or if you were a seller and you were short an options contract. So let's take this example here. I've got a uh, price chart here for a stock. Let's just say it's Apple. Got a 110 call option here above, expiring Feb 19th, and a 90 put option below the market, expiring February 19th. Um, let's just say I went out and bought this 110 call option contract here for $3 or $300 because each contract controls 100 shares of the underlying stock and Apple is currently trading at $100 per share. If at some point between, uh, let's say today, January 5th and February 19th, Apple were to rally above 110, even if it was 110.01, so one penny above 110, at that point, this options contract would be in the money. There would be some actual intrinsic value there. Um, so if between now and February 19th, Apple stayed below 110, this contract would remain out of the money because the contract really doesn't become valuable until... Um, you know, on expiration, unless this 110 strike price is breached. So the contract can have some extrinsic value. Um, you know, that's why we paid $300 for this contract or $3 for this contract um, to open it up because there's a lot of time between now and February 19th. So, you know, anything could happen. Apple could go to 200, Apple could go to 120, you know, but who knows, Apple could stay below 110. So. As the seller of the contract, you want this contract to stay out of the money because if Apple stays below this 110 strike, the buyer cannot call any shares away uh, from the seller. Um, so as a seller, you know, that's where you want to be. And as a buyer, you know, you want Apple to rally above the 110 strike. Um, you know, you could, as the buyer, 
you're holding that contract, you're long that 110 call contract, you know, you could sell that contract back to the market before expiration, or you could wait and see if, you know, it finishes above 110 at expiration, and then you can go through, you know, exercise an assignment or, you know, on expiration day, you could also sell that contract back to the market and make money that way. So for the put option, uh, similar concept, you know, if you we buy this 90 put option contract, we need Apple to go below 90 um, at some point for that contract to be in the money. Now, the contract can hold value before expiration, but as we get closer to this February 19th date and Apple has not fallen below 90, this contract's going to start losing value and losing value fast because there's going to be less time for Apple to make the move below the 90 strike put. So that's just kind of some basic of knowing uh, like whether a contract is in the money or whether a contract is out of the money, kind of how it relates to, um, you know, before expiration and also on expiration day, um, you know, how you might deal with those scenarios. So if you guys have any questions or comments, uh, just leave them in the comments section. And thanks for watching this video.